Okay, hold right. on. Recording has begun. It's my fancy wine aerator. <laughs> thing that you put on your bottle. So you aerate your wine and you bring out all the flavors and smells you're supposed to notice, except I just think it tastes good, so whatever. That works. This is so very different from our... <laughs> This is so different. I know. You know what's sad is I almost started to go into the bash minute, even though we haven't recorded that in forever. Oh, I was just thinking of uh, North by Northwest because I've been editing. Our last episodes were recorded around Christmas, Megan. When the world was nice. When we were with our families, when I was allowed to be in the same state as my parents. Good times. Oh, here we go. Hence Maybe. the drinking, except we were drinking then too. <laughs> so, but it was happier drinking. Now it's dealing with, now, what would you I say? Now I am drinking a Ooh, Pinot hello, Noir from Thunder. Rascal, which supports the Humane Society. So I count oh, that as happy nice. drinking. What am I drinking? I have Dark Horse Double Down Red Blend because it was on clearance at Hannaford's when I bought it months ago and just recently found it in my pantry because I'm sure we're all going through our pantries right now. (laughs) Like, what's edible? Is this still good? Red Blend. (laughs) Red Blend. Hey, it works. Story of my life. Oh, here's the script opening. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Do you want me to do it this one? Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Megan Cohen from MASH Minute. And I'm Tierney Steele, also of MASH Minute. And as you are listening to this of, I don't know what we're calling A League of Their Own, but the A League of Their Own One Inning at a Time podcast is running, and I'm on Joe versus the Minute, and I don't understand how I thought I did these things and worked at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably guesting on like six other podcasts too, so you know, it's all good. I've put a moratorium on guesting. I'm very <gasps> proud of myself. Wow. I like how when you say that and thunder. there was a big thunder must <laughs> went by my window. Big thunder clap. Thunder of tyranny not guesting for a whopping two months was too much for <laughs> Mother Nature. Mother Nature went, oh no, say what? And I love how it's still, I did the ones I had already committed to. And all I've said to people is like, hey, I'm not doing any right now, but let me know if you're still looking for guests this summer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's my version of setting boundaries, folks. <laughs> It's important. It is important. I highly recommend it. Be better at it than me. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yes. And maybe not like Cary Grant and Vollmer here. Not Vollmer. God, I am so tired, folks. A toddler during a pandemic. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. Help us. Our Help dear us sweet Vollmer. I wish I were with Vollmer right now. <laughs> Volmer and me could chill. Volmer can have some of my rascal wine. No, we're in we're in minute 105 of North by Northwest, which is so different from MASH. So different. I'm going to talk about coffee cups, just like I did on MASH with our first, no, our second guest. Yay! I watched Thelma and Louise for the first time, and someone pointed out that it was a great diner movie. They're constantly going in and out of these diners. Oh, that's true, And I got true, to yeah. wax poetic about diner mugs, and then I was like, I just want coffee and a diner mug and some fries. Tom Taylor optional. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this is minute 105. My goodness. It's a Friday episode, in case that makes a difference to anyone. But what is time? (laughs) (laughs) But what is time? This is a really great minute. If you are into, like, subtle acting... 
I mean, I've forgotten Van Damme's real name, uh, the actor. Th- yes, me too. Been a while since we recorded, but the way he like blinks when Carrie stops talking before responding. There is a moment where you see in his mind where he thinks Cary Grant is asking for the girl, like, for romantic reasons. And then you watch him process what this guy is proposing. Yes. I also like how he has his hand on his chest as if he's, like, a, he's a military officer from, like, the 1800s. And he has to put his, his hand in, like, his, you know, the coat. Best, <laughs> yes, coat, except he's not quite there. He's horrified but controlled. Is what yes. I wrote down. Yeah, then he does that hand thing. Like, he kind of puts his hands together, he clasps them together, kind of like, well, I don't want to give away my tail, but... <laughs> I stopped watching their hands when I realized that Cary Grant was making continuity errors left and right with that coffee cup, because I love the way oh, he I'm holds it. Like, can we go back to an age when men held coffee cups like this, but, like, were strong and... Uh, there's something because, so commanding these- about it. Because these coffee cups compared to MASH are almost more like teacups in a way. Because mm-hmm. they're shorter. Mm-hmm. At first are it was like, it's a teacup, tea but they're not. But they're not. I'm like 90% sure that's a coffee cup that he got coffee. But yeah, the way he holds it, like it looks so tiny. Like that handle so is not big enough for no, him. Know, right? And yet you never think that coffee is in danger of spilling. Well, question, does he even have coffee in it? Because when he's holding it up at one point, from you know, you have that side angle there. You can't see any coffee or tea or beverage at all. Right. Oh, no, there is. I just saw a little hint of it. Okay, never mind. If we were going to have to talk about empty coffee cups on Gilmore Girls, I was going to get <laughs> real confused by the turn this evening. It has taken so quickly. So here's my big question of this minute. Okay. I love a lot of what's happening, and I it, it's... So good. Like their eyes, their hands. Why is this their plan? (laughs) This is a bad plan, right? It's not a great plan. I mean, we'll talk about what the plan is more next week, obviously. I do not want to give away spoilers for people watching this one minute or one week at a time. But this seems very complicated. Now, is it complicated because it's Hitchcock and there has to be a certain, I was going to say Hitchcockian element to it, but that doesn't make any sense. Or does it make all the sense? Or does it make all the sense? I... Yeah, and then they're going to... We'll get more into it, but it feels like there's a lot that could have gone wrong with this. Yes. Especially with all those other people around. Like, they could have been interrupted by anyone else, but, you know, Eva St. Marie St. But, you know. They were just hanging out. They're just hanging out. Are they getting a snack while all this is going on? Because like, <laughs> she comes back over very quickly. Very quickly. So I don't under... Like, almost like it's stand. planned, but not... Yeah, it's not supposed to be planned, but it's totally planned. Yeah. Or she came over maybe too a little bit too soon, but the plan was she would show up at some point. I don't know. It's very... I run into this sometimes with movies, and a part of it is that I grew up watching far too many spy movies. Like, if you made a CIA movie, I probably watched it, and I probably <laughs> loved it. But sometimes the threads are v- very complicated, and it all hinges on everyone doing exactly what you expect them to do at exactly the right moment. And I think even as a kid, like middle school kid, I was like, that wouldn't really, it's, you know what it is? And it's a perfect example, speaking of middle school, rescuing Han from Jabba the Hutt's palace. Oh. What was that plan? I mean, it worked and it was fabulous, but like. It's very fly by the seat of your pants. How was that the plan? Except how could it be fly by the seat of your pants? Because at the end, everyone was exactly where they needed to be for it to work. 
Yeah. And is, this, Hitchcock movies do the same thing. Is that how Han Solo always seems to work? Mr. Well, but Han that's, Solo. but that's, I, I feel like Hitchcock movies have kind of that same thing. Like, oh, everyone's doing exactly what they need to be doing and they're doing it well. But that's then you true. step out and you're like, all it takes is like one person to say the wrong thing. And this whole, whole thing. thing would collapse Well, immediately. How much of it too do you think is like maybe overthinking it because i also seem to recall in my notes which i don't have in front of me because that would have been smart but at some point um <laughs> when him and when hitchcock and lehman were working on the script at one point there was a part where they were meeting daily and hitchcock would look at the script and like give all his feedback and then lehman was getting so much feedback and would have to rewrite whole sections that he just had hired a secretary to basically hmm. do the actual like getting it down on paper bit because it was just too much for him to and at one point wasn't even carrie grant even when they were filming the crop dusting scene was even like giving feedback like <laughs> like i almost oh, no. feel like at some point too is it is it too many cooks in the kitchen so to speak right is there just too many like finessing it to a point that it still somehow works, but yeah, I maybe, don't know. maybe that's part of it. Is that you're a just lot, supposed to this? This plan depends very much on Van Damme believing that Thornhill is a cold-blooded killer out for revenge, and it's just like no, nothing <laughs> in this movie. Like obviously, we know Thornhill better at this point, and and this guy has some assumptions that you can play on. But how easy would it have been? Maybe they're worried he's about to call his bluff and that's why they send her over early. But how can they send her over early? She's across the room and it looks like she and um, I'm just going to call him Alan Dulce, even though he's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they're talking together, but they can't be. No spy is that dumb to talk to the person they quote unquote don't know in public. I so, hope so. I don't know. But then it doesn't matter because I'm snapped back into it because I'm just watching his eyes and like the blinking when she walks up and like the way that like before he stops her from leaving, he looks at Thornhill and is like, uh, I, I got to take care of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, woman in distress. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> Let's pause this conversation. <laughs> oh, I know. And the way she like, t I, I just paused it on like minute a uh, second excuse me second 57 the way she like she does it over the shoulder and she's just kind of like side-eyeing him like get over here like get over here now <laughs> like you're coming right i'm cool calm and collected but you're coming right i did not catch that she just kind of you know and then, and then he kind of grabs her gets up and grabs her arm and you know kind of yeah. looks like they might argue or not we'll find out <laughs> i don't know what that was my only other thing for this minute, and I kind of hate myself for writing it down, but screw it, I did, so I'm tossing it out into the universe. The way he says peace of mind, and he uses the word little, little peace of mind, peace, P-E-A-C-E, -E, peace be with you, blah, blah, blah. Is it the way he says it? Is it because I'm a little thirsty for Cary Grant? I don't know. Is it supposed <laughs> to make us think of the phrase piece of ass? Oh, um, you know, I hadn't even thought of that. Was I the only one reading that <laughs> into it? There's something oh. in the way he says it. The punctuation and the coffee sip, the use of the word little. You don't usually talk about a little pe- Well, I guess you could, but I don't know. But my brain went there. Silence from the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just rewatching it really quick. No, no, that's Sorry. Funny. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, now the power of suggestion's working on you. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's true. But she's you're trading her the little, I don't know. I didn't have as much fashion talk for this minute as you can no, tell. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're looking fabulous as ever. But we've, we've, we've already analyzed about... these two guys and their ensembles. 
And they're ensemble. ensemble. And everyone else even just looks so put together. You know, just the extras and... Oh. Oh. Rejoin us on Monday. Not only do I have extra fashion... Extras fashion watch. I <laughs> developed a whole backstory theme on one of... A uh, story for one of the extras. Based purely on... It's not the lunch lady, is it? Because the lunch lady... <laughs> No, but tell me all about the lunch lady, Megan. Well, I like how, you know, Cary Grant's doing his thing. And then around second, ooh, let's say 1920. No, a little bit further than that. Over his shoulder, you see the back of the cafeteria. And you see this fabulous lunch lady who's probably, I'm going to say 20s, late 20s. Mm. You know, she has the cool little 50s headband thing going on. The little, you know, she's got the whole classic diner outfit going. Even she looks really put together. The people in the uh, gift shop. Mm. Did people really get that dressed up for national parks? (laughs) They did, and they could again if we're ever allowed to go to the national parks. I'm going to to wear my best 50s ensemble to St. Gaudens, which is my nearest national park, and just do it. (laughs) And everyone will be like, why? Why? Well, I'm glad you brought up the gift shop, though. Uh, This is something I thought about a lot next minute, but I'll mention it here just so that people are, you know, mentally prepared. Mm -hmm. It really helps to make a mental layout of this little cafeteria gift shop area. The welcome center. Because I had to rewrite my notes like three different times for the next minute because I was like, wait, those people were just rushing here, but now they're there and that doesn't make any sense. I thought, and no one's following, but they were there. And it's like, no, there are two different parts to this building (laughs) that are open to each other inside and both have doors to the outside. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you think of what the gift shop on, like, say, the right and then in the middle is, like, the cafeteria chill area and then it's the actual cafeteria where you get your food to the kind of like that that's how i was sort of i how wish you we thinking? got to name these episodes because this would 100 percent be cafeteria chill area cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> chill area i don't dining area i guess is what i was looking for but you know, but have, i like yours better <laughs> i mean because you know when you have that shot from the uh, uh to the gift shop where you could see eve mm-hmm. and everyone else looking at at the counter and whatnot you see that lady to the left in the fabulous lilac kind of shirt dress if you will from the side and she looks like she might be making out a postcard hmm. or her national park stamp passbook if they had those <gasps> back then because i have one and i love five and it's i choose to believe it so that she can be you i didn't even <laughs> put it together that this was a gift shop but it makes perfect sense it's and kind what of else would it in be between right because then you have the lady the older lady on the right with that I don't know what's on her hat, but she clearly has a purse and a wallet, and she's just sitting there chilling in her polka dot finery. As you do. As you do. Why not make someone else get your food when you're that age? I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> Why wait till that age? <laughs> Why wait? My toddler doesn't really understand coming back, so there's that. She understands going away, not coming. I, I won't put my toddler on blast too much. He's a good kid. She she is a good kid. She's just, it's a good they dark thing. Are. She's cute. But she's running away from me being like, bye. And I'm like, no, you have to come back. You're coming back eventually, right? Yes. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. I'm running after you now. My kid is two years old and we're fighting over him not closing the door to his bedroom. So that will be a fun teenagehood in many years. Oh, look, he's on blast. I did it. Speaking of children, keep an eye on the children next week when we reconvene for minute 106 because kids are great and wonderful, but sometimes it's hard to have them act in your movies. (laughs) Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I think I know which kid you're talking about now. Yes, yes, yes. 
I just put my kid on blast in the podcast, but someone put this kid on blast in the IMDb trivia section. So <laughs> that's way worse. <laughs> so fun fact about your grandfather. <laughs> uh, hopefully by the time people are listening to this, we have some modicum of normalism normalcy back in our lives i'm not asking for full normalcy that would be asking way too much for late may but like some would be nice yes i concur because i love my toddler but for the i just need to take him to a playground for like an hour i know right let him run run till he falls asleep that's all they need so if you have enjoyed drinking mothers of toddlers megan and tierney you will love sleep-deprived mothers of newborns, Megan and Tierney, <laughs> which is what we were for far too much of MASH Minute now that I go back and listen to it. That's probably true. Do you remember when I said I was going to remaster those early episodes and I still plan to, but I'm literally in my house 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and yet still don't have the time to do it? <laughs> um, Things happen. We'll get there eventually. Someday. We'll get there eventually. We all woke up this morning. Congratulations. It's a good day. Um, <laughs> My attitude as of late. It's a good one. It's a good one. I mean, it's a good way to start the day, to be honest. It really is. Yep. Yep. So maybe not remastered, but existing are 116 episodes. I think actually 117 because we pretty we sure did. we dropped a teaser. We did. Of MASH Minute. If you go to www.mashminute.com, you can also just search for it in your podcatcher of choice. But we do have a website with all the episodes and all the guest bios and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I have continued on my podcasting journey and my stuff is over at onesdalesister.com. And Megan, you were much smarter than me and took a break from podcasting. Because <laughs> uh, things happened? <laughs> Question mark? Things, things happen. Things did happen. My job got That's weird. weird. <laughs> but did you have anything you wanted to plug? Visit your local library online? That is an awesome plug. Because we might miss you. We might not, depending on how annoying you were. <laughs> But either way, we're grateful for your patronage. Yes, and there's and seriously, even now, even after I did it, I did programs for months and months about all the cool stuff you can access with your library card. Not thinking there would be a pandemic, but just thinking like summer vacation, you're stuck on a plane, the person in three B won't shut up, right? Like you have some <laughs> electronic resources available to you on your mobile device of choice, so you can maybe drown them out, right? Isn't that cool? And I still get emails occasionally from people now being like, "I don't, did you?" Do you really have this? And I'm like, yes. Yes. So check out your public library or academic library if you have access to one and see what they have remotely. You might be surprised. Woohoo. Woohoo. Okay, that was a lot longer than I expected to be. Sorry, guys. But yes. That's okay. You you get us talking about libraries. Megan's going to get poetic. <laughs> I, I probably will. Yes. <laughs> And what are the plugs for the fabulous podcast that has deigned to let us be on today? Those poor, poor fools. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jim Okay. Um, well, we should explain that you can find the Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or at HitchcockMinute.com. You could also check out on Facebook, The Man on Washington's Nose. Or if Twitter's more your jam, you can go to look for Hitchcock Minute. Is this a Friday episode? Yes, it is. So I should also mention that there are a hundred other Movies by Minute podcasts. Like, there's the whole people doing the Muppet movies. How cool is that? Check out MoviesByMinutes.com. And thanks for listening to us take over Hitchcock Minute. Back on Monday with more wine! Woo! <laughs> I don't know what 
know if that's a promise or a threat. I don't know either. <laughs> you choose. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are. <laughs>